0: nowadays I see a lot of beginners neglecting the normal cryptocurrency trading aspects and just jumping into DeFi without having adequate knowledge about how it works because this DeFi space as a whole it has a lot of technicalities surrounding it you don't just hear that they say buy this buy this buy this buy that and you just jump into it you don't just jump into it like that because they are actually in this defy space there are actually some projects that are very good long term while there are some they are short term and there are some scam projects also that that will be rock pulled in the sense that it is garbage in, garbage out. Once the coin gets to a certain level, it will dump by 80 to 90%, sometimes 100%. And that is the end of that project. And you that you enter the project around the top, you will lose all your money that you invested in that coin. So it is important to be extremely careful in this space. Do not put what you cannot afford to lose. That is my number one rule. When it comes to the, this defi um, of a thing, do not put what you cannot afford to lose. It is very, very important. It is how I put it. This defi space and there's a whole lot of money being pushed in on a regular, on a daily basis because of the how will I put it now because there are a lot of projects to put your funds in. They are the options are unlimited, so to see. The options are unlimited and there are so many ways in which you can end in this DeFi space. So there are a lot of ways you can end we have the staking aspect we have the farming aspect we have the minting aspect i can just make profits by swapping just swapping different com, um, coins for each other at profit, and it can also be at loss it depends on the type of coin you are putting your money in your entry the um, amount of profits you've made and the likes which is very very important to note So, before I go in fully, I would like to drop some notes, like it is an explanation of some terms that I use in this DeFi space. Then one thing you should understand is that if you do not have the basic knowledge of cryptocurrency as a whole, you will definitely lose money in this DeFi space. You can't escape it. If you do not have knowledge about how cryptocurrency works, you would eventually lose money no matter how much you've made. That is just you will give it back to the market. The market will collect it from you, whether you like it or not. Except you are extremely smart with it. Except you are extremely smart with it. If you are not, whatever you put in, the market will collect it back from you. Which is why knowledge is very important. Information is very important having a good entry is very important taking out your capital and profits when you've made profits is very important and making sure that you are taking it out on time is also very important taking away greed is very very important and also deleting fear is also important but you need to balance both you need to strike a balance between fear and greed because those two things can ruin you it can kill you in this market because if you are too greedy the price of a coin might get to a particular point and it will drop drastically and fear will now set in you will be scared to take out your money with the hope that the coin will keep will go back up. And if it is a scam project, the coin will keep going down and down and down till it goes below your entry price. And before you know it, you're already selling at a loss. And that is just the bitter truth. There are some projects you enter, you will you make mad profits from it. And there are some projects you will enter, you will make losses. Those things are inevitable in this market. That is one thing you should understand. It's either you make profits, or you make loss, or you break even. Break even simply means you are going out at the same price you enter the market. No profit, no loss. Kindly take note of that before you venture into DeFi fully yeah and one thing you have to understand is that it is not Defi does not only apply to the binance smart chain prior to that there was um there is uniswap which involves the use of ethereum as like the governance token used for charges swapping and everything but right now, the charges on um, Ethereum blockchain is actually very, very, very high. Even though there are still some um, transactions that are still going on, on Uniswap. Transactions still go on, on Uniswap. But Binance Chain became quite popular because of its low charges. And the fact that it, it accommodated more swaps and more projects than the ethereum blockchain that is why um, binance Smart Chain is actually very very popular and being used now and it is part of the reasons that bnb actually pumped as much as it did because it is the major um major cryptocurrency that controls a big or govern the binance smart chain as a whole no matter what you do, you are still coming back to that coin, BNB. So that is like... That is what... How will I put it now? That is part of the things that actually made BNB to grow that much in a very short um, span. Yeah, and one thing to note, if you are looking for long-term projects, on um, the binance smart chain it is important to take notes or have these two coins bake and cake this is because bakery swap and pancake swap are one of the well mo- no, not even one of they are the most used um, exchange on the binance smart chain as a whole a lot of people make use of pancake swap and bakery swap and as long as people still use those two swaps on the binance Smart chain their governance token which is bake and cake will keep growing those two coins have not even started movement at all they've not started movement at all those are my two top picks on the Binance Smart Chain, do. Cake and big. Just look out for those two coins. They will definitely do exceedingly well long-term. They will do exceedingly well long-term. And other coins to, to also look out for are those governance tokens of those major swap. I think Ocean Finance is ocean. 2 is actually good long-term. It's actually good long-term. There are also some other um, governance token that are actually good long-term that you can hold. And you won't be scared if they are dumping because they will eventually come back up. Most importantly, that big and kick, They will do exceedingly well long-term. So kindly take note of that. However, most of the other projects are not necessarily long-term, long-term like that most of them are actually short term most coins most projects coming into the binance matching are actually short term they are short term projects so it is not all of those projects you are supposed to be holding those coins long term once you see your profits take out your capital take out small profits and leave the rest to run for as long as you can leave it that way your mind will be at rest no matter what happens whether it dumps or it dips as long as you've taken out your capital and profits you won't you won't be scared you won't be scared if the market is dumping that is one very important um, factor that you need to understand but before then i'll try to like break it down a little for you to use um all this swap, you'll be needing either BMB or BUSD. BNB is Binance Coin and BUSD is Binance USD. So instead of using USDT on the norms that you see on different exchanges, for this um how will I put it for these DeFi coins on the Binance Smart chain, you'll be needing You'll be needing binance usd or binance coin the smart the one on the smart chain network that bp vp20 slash sc so those are the two things and you'll be needing a binance uh, wallet and you'll be needing trust wallet or token pockets that has a dApps browser you're using iphone so you can actually there's a way you can use dApps browser on iphone so i think the Restructured it. I, I think they restructured it for iPhones. There's a way you can use it on Trust Wallet now. So, for those you'll be needing those, majorly those two apps, then you still be needing the CoinGecko to check the price movements and stuff like that. Sha. So, those are like one of the basic that you need to have Binance and Trust Wallet or Token Pockets app, the blue one. Yeah. And like I said earlier, there are some. Certain apps that you need to have for you to milk the market as much as you can. And like I said earlier too, you need a background on cryptocurrency trading to a significant extent to really, really make profit from this DeFi space. You don't necessarily have to wait for people to tell you to buy. And if someone tells you to buy, you'll be able to go back to the drawing board and check that particular coin. If it is still at a good entry, or it is already at the top, it has already pumped to a significant distance. If you have adequate knowledge about the market, you'll be able, you'll be able to like understand the basics and milk the market. You will be able to wait. You won't just rush in at the top and buy because when you buy at the top there's every tendency that the coin will retrace or pull back and once it drops or pull back you will be at a loss because you entered at the very top so it is very important to understand some things about this um, cryptocurrency as a whole before you venture into define, however once you understand how to use the basic apps like Binance, like Trust Wallet, like SafePal, CoinGecko, Coin Market Cap, and the likes, you'll be able to like ma- manage your portfolio very well and manage your risk. So once you take out your profits, you'll be able to you'll be able to swap by yourself. You'll be able to to buy coins by yourself you be able to remove your profits without anybody disturbing you. You'll be able to check the coins, check their use cases, check how good the coin is, check for a good entry, check out for. You will be able to know when it is pumping. Not that they'll just tell you, go and buy this coin. Or I have so-so-so amount of coin for sale at so-so-so amount. They'll tell you, I have 10 million free coin for 20k. 1 million um, safe moon for 10k, meanwhile, those coins are actually, the value of those coins are actually quite a lot, a lot lesser than the amount they are calling for you, they are a lot lesser than that, so they are just using you people to cash out and make profits off you, because they believe you don't understand how it works, so they will be selling coins that have a um, lesser value for you at a higher value so this class should actually be able to open your eyes to a significant extent you'll be able to buy by yourself you'll be able to swap by yourself you'll be able to stick by yourself i will go through that stress of creating videos that will be beneficial that will be beneficial to everyone that is in this class at the end of this class you will be able to to buy your coin by yourself, buy BUSD or BNB by yourself, you'll be able to send from Binance to Trust Wallet, you'll be able to swap on Trust Wallet, take out profit on Trust Wallet and send back your coin to Binance in profit because it is very important to always take out your profit and your capital whenever the market goes your way, kindly take note of that. So now the first thing is, what is Defi? Defi simply means decentralized finance, which is a means of system, of taking decentralized way of finance, which is what banks do, such as lending and borrowing, currency swap fee, transaction fees, and lots more. All these transactions that you make in your banks, that is decentralized finance within the financial space Then what we call DeFi in cryptocurrency is the decentralized finance in the cryptocurrency space. So there's a financial market separately and there's the cryptocurrency market separately. So we have decentralized finance on both where you see lending, borrowing, currency swap, transaction fee, all those transfer fees and stuff like that, all those fees, everything are under decentralized under decentralized finance, centralized finance, that is what banks use. It is centralized, it is controlled by one body the central bank, the World Bank. Even, that is what I mean centralized finance, that is what banks use. But under crypto, it is decentralized, meaning everybody can have a share of it. For example, now in the banking sector transaction fees like lending and borrowing, loans, currency swap fee, transaction fees and stuff like that. It is the banks that have that money, they don't share it with their investors or, um, how like put it, they don't share it with people that have accounts with them, so to say. But under decentralized finance, under decentralized finance, it enriches and helps make profits for the users. But under centralized, the users don't really get to feel the profit. But basically, centralized finance is a system of banking whereby every transactions goes through a centralized body. It is regulated. It is always regulated by a body that oversees everything. So, nothing could go, comes in and goes out without that centralized body approving or disapproving it. So, it does not go around, it is controlled. But under decentralized, it is not controlled. Under centralized, your options and choices are limited. They are very limited in a centralized finance system. This is why DEFA is a movement and it is an innovation to blockchain. In the sense that every project that has any relationship with the crypto world is built on blockchain. And blockchain is a technology that is powering all of them. Cryptocurrency, decentralized finance, NFT, smart contracts. NFT is non-fundable tokens. You, you should be seeing it everywhere nowadays. I think SFP is one of it. There are a lot of projects that are run on the blockchain system. lot of them so technically decentralized finance decentralized finance actually enriches the bank while decentralized finance enriches and makes the users make good profits from the cryptocurrency market so DeFi projects are mostly built on the proof-of-stake consensus system which is a system of verifying and validating transactions on the blockchain. It is very simple. They make money and they share it with the users that have invested with them. By investing with them, you are providing liquidity for those coins, for their swap, for the platform. Thereby, they share part of the profits they are making with you. It is very, very straightforward. DeFi projects are mainly built on the proof of stake. Consensus, everybody has a share. While Bitcoin is built on the proof of work system, POW. And POW is a system that requires the node called miners to approve transactions to keep the blockchain running. So that means that, how would I like put it now? Under proof of work, Bitcoin is under proof of is a um, Bitcoin is built on the proof of work system in the sense that the it is like the first um, coin that was created and like the first blockchain, so they didn't really they didn't really build and um, build it in a very flexible way to accommodate a lot of projects. That is why smart contracts do not really work on Bitcoin. And all this swap and all those don't, don't work on Bitcoin because it is because how will I put it, it is built on the proof of work system. That is what Ethereum was initially built on before they switched to the POS. Proof of stake consensus. That is why Ethereum can now um, ethereum started having smart contracts under it. Oh. Yes, the blockchain system is a very wide system that started as far back as 1991. However, the investors had a lot of issues creating a sustainable crypto project on the blockchain system until the very own um, Satoshi Nakamoto. I'm very sure that is not his real name though, but he solved the issue and is very anonymous. He created um, bitcoin which is a proof of work consensus system and bitcoin is a blockchain and it is also a cryptocurrency that explains why it is one of the big it is the bi- it is not even one of the biggest it is the biggest blockchain in the world it is number 1 so you get the consensus system is a method of validation or a, or an agreement upon a will that is written that is written. A lot of times you hear something like Satoshi, Satoshi, buy so 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 Satoshi. Satoshi is just a fraction of Bitcoin. In the sense that if it is not up to 1 BTC, it is a Satoshi. Anything below 1 BTC is a Satoshi. So you call it Satoshi. Let's say if you have 0.01 BTC you call it 0.01 Satoshi. You don't call it 0.1 0.1 btc there's nothing like 0.1 btc there's nothing like 0.02 btc it is in satoshis that is how to call it as a crypto trader you call it satoshis then ethereum is the number two blockchain after the bitcoin blockchain because it was created to solve the problems and limitation of the bitcoin blockchain and it was created by vitaly Buterin. Vitaly Buterin I think in 2013, I think it was 2013-2014 thereabouts, that was when Ethereum was created and it had its all-time low in 2017, it was as low as $2 as a 2017, and it bounced back, and it is currently about $1,700 to $2,000 thereabouts, so Vitaly Buterin created Ethereum and it currently moved the Ethereum blockchain from the POW system, proof of work system to the POS, proof of stake consensus system, because he saw the limitations, he saw the limitations that the Bitcoin blockchain had, and Bitcoin blockchain was uneditable. You can't edit it once it was created, it was not editable. So that was why, um, Vitaly Buterin had to switch Ethereum from proof-of-work consensus system to the proof-of-stake consensus system, which is quite complicated, but actually, it's actually part of the reason that Ethereum is actually is actually moving within a speed of light. We should see Ethereum in like um, 5k within a few years. It is extremely possible. It is extremely possible, especially now that He's trying to work on the Ethereum 2.0 blockchain to make it bigger and more flexible. We should see a lesser um, charges once that is put in place. Yes, and one more thing that most people used to... Um, how would I put it? One more mistake that a lot of people used to make. You mistake cryptocurrency, coin, and token for each other. A coin is a cryptocurrency that has its own blockchain. The coin is a cryptocurrency that has its own blockchain. An example of this is um, Atom. Atom has its own blockchain. Polkadot has its own blockchain. Ethereum has its own blockchain. Waves has its own blockchain. I think quitum Qtum, um, Q-tum, K-o-t-u-m, Qtum, has its own blockchain, and a whole lot of other. I think Binance too has its own blockchain. That's why right, BNB is moving very fucking fast they have their own blockchain. And under their blockchain, they have a lot of coins. We call them tokens that are under them. Under each blockchain, there are a lot of tokens under them. Under Ethereum, there they are numerous tokens under Ethereum, under the ERC-20. And ERC-20 means Ethereum request for comment. Ethereum request for comment, that's the meaning of ERC then the 20. So that is the, um, I would like to say, that is the system. Then APY means annual percentage yield. So if you stake a coin today, you will see the percentage you would make annually by staking that coin on whatever platform we are trying to stake it on. Then we have the AMM, that is the automatic market maker. That is what determines the price of the coins.